Welcome to our podcast. We got the nod. A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening. We are here to uplift and inspire you, to share practical tools and techniques to assist you stepping into your highest expression as spirit having a human experience. We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry, and mantra, and so much more. Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal real. Let's begin. I'd like to speak about Tantra, the wild woman and the wild man. Start with a question. The question is, when was the last time you made love in the wilderness? on a wild beach in the forest completely free, naked communing with Mother Nature herself in the most vulnerable, erotic way Eros and I did not mention a partner because to be alone in nature, in the wild, embracing your own wildness, naked, self-pleasuring in nature is profound, is a profound, exquisite and precious moment to be shared. When was the last time you had such an experience? I'm curious. I'm curious to know. I want to do a survey. So my guess is that people living, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, in the West, of course, North America, Western Europe, my guess is that the majority of people especially urbanites, have not given given themselves, they've not given themselves this privilege, this divine gift to explore their primal human-animal instinct erotically in nature, in the forest on a wind-swept beach, a cove, alone, just you and your lover, or you alone, with the elements, the elementals, the fairy spirits, and other 
subtle beings, energies. If you haven't done this recently, I strongly encourage you to do so. I can help. <laughs> I can give you some advice. I'm going to give some here in this podcast. Make sure there aren't too many mosquitoes around. <laughs> Unless you've had the good fortune, like me, to grow up in a place like Canada where there are multitudes of mosquitoes and black flies, and to make, finally, to make peace with mosquitoes, not so much the black flies, but no longer fearing their puncture. I, I've come to know mosquitoes as acupuncturists in nature. And I hardly ever get any reaction when they puncture me, if they do. And sometimes I can have multiple mosquitoes on me and no reaction. If I have any subtle reaction, I go into cold water. There's a body of water nearby, or if not, to the shower, cold water, and I feel fine when I come out. No marks. So, self-pleasuring in nature, for me, can be one of the most profound, or you could even say it is the most profound meditation. Why do I say that? Then one is making love, communing in the most intimate way with nature herself. Father Sky, the clouds, the rain, yes, it might rain. What a blessing. Perhaps a, a slight, subtle spray of moisture, drizzle. Mm. And sometimes a deluge. Wow, to be naked in a thunderstorm, getting soaked, drenched by that powerful force primal force like Thor god of thunder <laughs> Neptune combining the... mm. <laughs> it is erotic being in a waterfall is erotic have you been in a waterfall recently naked I have by waterfall I also consider rapids, to be in rapids, because the water is falling. It may not be completely vertical, somewhere between vertical and horizontal, and the energy is the same. When that rapid is powerful, the water is rushing, and you get into that river, into those rapids, where you might have to brace yourself against the rocks to prevent your body from being swept away by the current. And perhaps there is a waterfall just downstream a little bit, more vertical, dangerous waterfall. Yes, danger. The wild man, the wild woman. And I will speak about erotic partners in nature. So hang on. I'm getting there. <laughs> 
first the solo experience, solitude. This could be part of the training, and should be really, for the supreme ceremony, pinnacle of what I refer to as the holy trinity of ceremonies, rituals, in which I call the conscious suicide ceremony. To be successful in such a profound, meaningful, life-changing ritual, one has to have already attained a certain level of self-love and acceptance, certain ease, being alone, entirely alone. However, there is still some fear remaining until one has completed, one has attained the conscious suicide, what I define as a conscious suicide. And it can be attained in a multitude of ways. It doesn't have to be a formal ceremony as such. Here's the requirement that I make for this, an obvious one. The conscious suicide ritual must be performed alone. The shaman can be there with the person, with their acolyte, up and to a certain point, and then they must let them go alone, preferably in nature. So you see, having already cultivated that aloneness in nature, fearlessness, touched on that fearlessness, because this is what conscious suicide is really about, it's embracing primal fear, primal shadow, the dark, darkest place in that cave, and going through it, total surrender. Anyway, we have a three-part series on suicide on the Podbean Radio Internet. So you can check that out for more on this fascinating theme. So exploring one's sexuality, for me, in many ways, it didn't happen. It couldn't happen until I moved myself, literally took myself away from the city. I lived most of my early life in Toronto, large city, and to take myself away from the city, far away, basically into the forest, at one point in Nova Scotia by the, the ocean, the Atlantic coast, where I could be in nature, and in, the ca in most cases alone in nature, profound, my Thoreau experience, if you will, my pilgrimage into the South, many layers, many stages, different places. And it was in these sacred places in nature, Ontario, the wilderness of Ontario earlier, and later Nova Scotia, in the mountain, the North Mountain, Bay of Fundy side, also I mentioned the coast, the wild Atlantic coastline. Nova Scotia, and then spending nine years in the forest of Quebec, living off the grid, mostly alone. These are the places where I learned about Tantra, self-taught, which really means I was taught by nature herself, Mother Nature, the elements. If you can't bear yourself to nature, really expose yourself and your eros, yes, 
self-pleasuring. And by self-pleasuring, I mean a lot of things. I, I don't define things narrowly. Self-pleasure is, is more than masturbation. It is masturbation, such a funny word, and more. Any type of massage, really that includes erotic massage, i.e. masturbation. It is a form of massage, touch, sacred touch, healing touch. Yes, somehow, and I have feeling it has something to do, a lot to do, with the church, organized religion over the centuries. Somehow, and other institutions, of course, somehow eros and healing have been separated in, in the collective psyche. The good news is there is a renaissance just gaining momentum in the last few decades. Tantra, mystery schools, sacred sexuality, tantric massage and therapy, sex therapy and so on, recognizing, of course, that they are one and the same. You cannot divide, you cannot separate sexuality and healing. It's impossible. It's silly, <laughs> profound. There is nothing, really, in my experience, nothing more profound as a healing modality. And I've studied shiatsu, yoga, cranial sacral, many other therapies. And I can say this with complete honesty. Sexual intimacy with oneself and with a partner, sacred partner, ideally, soulmate, is, can be and should be the most powerful exquisite healing practice known and available to us. WGTN Guatemala Today's podcast is brought to you by the School of Nod, International School of Kundalini Yoga, Nod Yoga, Psychodrama, and more. Founded by the dynamic soulmate duo Hariram and Satkirtan, the School of Nod offers unique and transformative online programs. Satkirtan and Hariram have between them 30 years experience leading classes, workshops, kirtan, and retreats. For more information, go to www.schoolofnod.com. And now, back to the podcast. WGTN Guatemala it was in nature that I finally came to know the male G-spot. So we weren't taught about this. And even in sexual journals, articles that I came across, <laughs> Playboy magazine when I was young, things like that, there's no mention, if any, the, the male G-spot, which is, of course, the prostate gland, which can be stimulated in at least two ways, two primary directions. One is the perineum, so applying pressure on the what we call the million-dollar point of Chinese medicine, magical spot between the anus and the scrotum, magical spot. Again, it's been kind of blacklisted. <laughs> Even in traditional shiatsu and 
acupuncture, kind of silly but true. There is another way to stimulate, of course, the prostate, male G-spot, and that is internally, internally via the anus. Most men don't even talk about this. <laughs> this is why I feel inspired. One of the many reasons I feel inspired to start an online men's group, because these very issues need to be addressed, not only for men's health, and also for women's health. If a man doesn't know how to take care of himself, sexually, intimately, with an open heart, cultivating that healing response to the body, emotions, then how can he provide that for his woman? It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's all a lie. If he hasn't cultivated self-love, eros, go out to nature. Yes, I had to learn on my own. I had to receive my training intuitively. And being in nature played a huge role in that, cultivating more intuition, more awareness. And this is where I discovered true bliss, sensual, erotic bliss. And then, of course, at times, fortunately, to share that same deep intimacy and vulnerability with a partner in nature, in water, or near water, is always preferable for me. Water element's very strong in my, my own composition. <laughs> then the experience can be even more profound for a man, I feel, because his focus then becomes completely on his lover, given to his lover. Yes, man can learn and cultivate true, unconditional love, selflessness. How unfortunate that many men today still don't know this. They can't know this, I already mentioned. If they haven't cultivated it within, alone, self-love, intimate self-love, erotic self-love, which is all about the heart. It's opening the heart. It's not about the genitals so much. And, yes, the genitals as well. The million-dollar point as well. The prostate, G-spot. Only then can he give completely of himself to his lover. Because wherever she is in her own self exploration, eros, sexual healing. Yes, I love Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Regardless of her level of self-love, awareness, healing, there still remains always the possibility for her to have a cathartic, even traumatic experience in a sexual union with her divine partner. So he had better be in his heart. He had better know the art of love, erotic love, true heart-centered tantra being, in order to support her through this cathartic moment. It can be raw to be in nature again, to help to amplify this, the wild nature, the animal nature, 
when a woman is given the opportunity to surrender completely to her animal nature, to her totem helpers, if you will, the shape-shifting can happen quite dramatically in sexual union. Unless the man is prepared for this, able to hold space for this, he will be terrified, and she won't even be able to get to that level because of his fear and incompetence. So I say the ultimate bliss for a man in sexual union, in sexual union with his divine sacred partner is witnessing her orgasm, her sacred healing response. There's nothing more sacred for a man, or more blissful, no matter how deep her orgasm, the bliss, sadness, anger, all of that is possible. His bliss remains the same, bliss of absolute love, open-hearted love, surrender. Yes, he's also embracing his sacred feminine and supporting her awakening, catharsis. In a more practical sense, I'd like to say this, that for the men that are listening especially, one of the reasons why I teach and practice Kundalini Yoga and a few complementary disciplines has a lot to do with this, the male principle, and as it relates to divine tantric union with his beloved. You must cultivate two primary attributes in order to be a super lover, archetypal knight, Shiva. And those two attributes are stamina and sensitivity. And as this applies to the lingam, I call it Shiva lingam, male sex organ, his holy staff, his wand, in order to please to satisfy and hold space for his lover's ecstasy and catharsis, he must have stamina to maintain strong erection for extended periods of time, while at the same time remaining sensitive, having cultivated sensitivity, subtlety, subtle awareness in the body-mind and beyond. Without these two attributes, he is hopeless. <laughs> and his lover will suffer as well. He must have stamina and sensitivity, subtlety. One of the ways I like to describe this is a hard lingam and a soft heart. He must have both. A lot of men have hard lingams and hard hearts. And others have somehow lost their some of their masculinity, have soft hearts and soft lingams. They don't have that erection power. And then there's the worst case scenario, with it, which is soft lingam and hard heart. <laughs> Through kundalini yoga, qigong, improvised dance and movement, breath work, especially pranayam, I can guide men to develop these two integral, essential attributes, stamina and sensitivity. In my view, there's nothing more valuable 
not only in intimate relationship and sexual union, and as well in every aspect of his life, how this ripples out and colors each and every aspect of his life for the better, for the better of himself, his family, his community, what I call divine masculine. So needed right now, right now on this planet. Critical. So if any of this resonates with you, don't hesitate to contact us here at the School of Nod. We're happy to receive your feedback, questions. We also offer discovery calls, free discovery calls, to people who, with whom we feel a certain resonance, that we might want to do some work together on some level, some capacity. Thank you for listening. Satnam. We thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe so as not to miss a single episode. We depend on you, our listeners, to build and expand our audience, to share the nod. So, if you like what you hear, please do not hesitate to share with your friends, family, and community. Sat